What's up, rap fans? Welcome back to the Hip Hop Enthusiast Podcast, keeping you up to date on hip hop music in 2019. I'm your host, Kyle French, and The Enthusiast. Today is March 20th, and things are starting to heat up. Solid mix of big names and quality work coming in the last couple weeks. A lot to get to. We will have full reviews for Gray Area by Little Sims and Rap or Go to the League by 2 Chains. We'll touch up on some popular trap names that dropped as well, like Offset, Lil Pump, Gunna. We got another Hot in the Streets song of the week that you need to be listening to. And we'll recap the newest batch of rap albums that have hit the streets with new music announcements. For more content, hop over to IG, throw the kid a follow, at hiphop, and H-I-P-H-O-P-E-N-T-H. And be sure to check out at Metabritic as well for community-based album ratings where everybody, yes, even you listening, no matter who you are, gets a say in the final rating. Go check that out. We got plenty to get to today, so let's get into it. This is the Hip Hop Enthusiast Podcast. First up, we got Rap or Go to the League by 2 Chains, Atlanta-based rapper who perfected the art of the rebrand by fully revamping his rap personality and his name this past decade. 41 years old, originally from College Park, Georgia, local Atlanta area. This is his fifth full-length commercial release and was surprisingly executive produced by none other than LeBron James of the LA Lakers. They actually dropped an accompanying interview slash listening session that shows the background of Chains playing the album for LBJ and LeBron, giving him advice on the album and the track list and what to include, how long it should be. Very strange to see LeBron, who is obviously vastly underqualified, calling the shots you know, on the creative direction of this album. But whatever works, works. This is without question 2 Chainz's most substantial release to date. You know, We got symbolism from the title to the cover art. To the fan merchandise. It was all well thought out. It was intentional. It backed the idea of the album. And it's not that Chains has never taken music seriously. But it's just never been the the forefront. The primary focus of his music. So it is a slight change of pace. From his you know trap intensive goofier side. That he usually operates in. And Rapper Go to the League. Represents this idea that many kids from low income areas especially in African-American communities, which 2 Chainz is obviously primarily speaking to, they feel like their only options in life are sports and music. That's what they see a lot of their heroes doing. That's what they want to be. And 2 Chainz has been through it all. Now he's successfully on the other side. He wants to educate those young minds and show them that that idea is really a myth. And you can be whatever you want, be whoever you want to be. So he puts a lot of responsibility on his shoulders with this album and really tried to grow as an artist and a role model. You know, now he's he's over 40 years old. He's married, which he talks about on here. He's got three kids, which comes up frequently on here. Just different values in his music. And I think he might be moving toward this style a little bit more. Fantastic open for the album. You get forgiven and threat to society. Cut right to the chase. Lines about his friends losing their children and like misguided kids. And some darker images from his youth and what it was like for him. You get some profound spoken word pieces. You get some large boisterous singers getting on these tracks but he flips it all into a motivational positive especially on threat to society and I also love that his underlying affinity for classical soulful production shines through he's mentioned in the past that he actually prefers this style of production 
but it just hasn't fit his brand. It hasn't fit what his albums were going for, his audience. So he couldn't really get on him. And now this is an album where he, he kind of tried to switch it up and try to do more of what he wanted to do as opposed to what people wanted to hear. And so that comes through. And I mean, the, you know, the looped sample on Threats to Society really is a sweet moment on this album, especially following the more somber tones of the track Forgiven that precedes it. And I love how he flipped Jay-Z's Would You Rather Be Underpaid or Overrated line into his own Would You Rather Be Underrated or Unemployed bar. And you know, these are rare instances where it really sounds like Chain sat down, really tried to pen his best stuff, very few wasted lines, and they make for a couple of the you know more lyrically dense tracks of his whole career. You know, a strong start and in some ways more of an emotional start than you'd be used to with an album like this. And after this, he does let the concept largely slip through his fingers for the rest of the album, but it almost doesn't matter that much. I mean, High Top Versace's with Young Thug is a whole slap, everything you could want from that collab and more, addictively catchy hook from Thug, and some classic, you know, goofy trap hard bars from Chains that get you nodding along. And some of his better performances to date come on Statute of Limitations and the lighthearted Money in the Way, which is the most infectious song on here by far. $2 bill will immediately pique the interest of anybody who used to bump I'm different religiously, like myself, you know, and it got Wayne on it. So with those two on the track, that duo, enough said there. And that profound straight-faced guy we saw open the album, yeah, he mostly disappears, but it really only gives way to the truest form of 2 Chains as an artist. So it's hardly the negative it would appear to be on paper. I mean, if someone told you, oh yeah, this album completely loses direction two tracks in, You'd be like, wow, what a train wreck. But with Rapper Go to the League, I don't know. I mean, I have to admit the more lyrically inclined version of Chains kind of compromises his lovable character to a degree. And it's almost like he can't entirely be himself as a rap personality with that content. I'm sure it's, you know, the shit he's actually been through, things he really wants to talk about and get across in his music that he hasn't necessarily got a chance to do, which is all great, but... I just don't know if 2 Chains could really carry an entire album of heavy content and putting this many, you know, dense pieces of art all into one album. I don't know if he could have really pulled it off and truly won us over as like this revelation of a a blossoming new path in his career. So I don't really mind that it kind of switched back to the typical 2 Chains. You know, the educational subject matter, it, it does persist throughout. It pops up on the Chance the Rapper and Kodak Black assisted I'm Not Crazy Life Is, which is a ridiculous collab if you think about it. Like, how do those three guys get on a track? But somehow it works wonderfully. It was one of my favorite songs. He gets a little bit, you know, politically aware on the outro Sam, dropping some tax knowledge bars for all you who don't know. And he lends his voice to the unpaid college athlete movement on NCAA. So it's not like these songs are devoid of purpose, but I just think it's it's probably not the album he would lead you to believe. If you were like, Two Chains, give it to me straight, dog. Three sentences, what's the album about? He'd be like, oh man, this is all about inspiring kids and, and motivating the youth and showing them that there's different career opportunities. And then you'd listen to like Young Thug say some ignorant shit on High Top Versace's and be like, eh, you know. Maybe 20-25% of the album really would match that description. I don't want to sit here and say he cheaped his way out of the vision of the album by any means, but it's, it's just probably not the album that he would make you think it is. And if he was really going all the way with this idea, 
the feature list A would have looked drastically different or B performed much differently. I mean, you got Kendrick Lamar on here to do Mama, I Hit a Lick, which is, I mean, he's one of the greatest conscious rappers ever. He's in his prime. And his performance on an album with a vision like this is pretty much to just do some like out of the box delivery stuff, some crazy flows, different voices, and just have fun on a track, which is which is all cool and good. Like you know, like I said time and time again, I still like this album for sure. But if it was really about what Chain says it's about and what it was rolled out to be, Kendrick wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have had that verse, you know what I mean? Which is why Mama Hit a Lick lets me down just a little bit. And while we're on features, I also got to say the Travis Scott feature on Whip also vastly underwhelmed me. One of my least favorite songs there. So if you're looking for a friendly blend of conscious material and fun-loving modern trap music, this might just be perfect for you. But if you were hoping Chains would evolve to a higher being and elevate his artistic capabilities based on kind of the rollout and aura surrounding this album, you're probably going to be let down. At the end of the day, 2 Chains is my guy. Uh, best tracks on here, I would say Forgiven, I'm Not Crazy Life Is, High Top Versace's, and Money in the Way. Worst tracks on here, Whip and Girl's Best Friend. I don't know how Girl's Best Friend is getting all the play. That's like the hit on this album with T.Y. Dolla Sign. I can't stand that song. 2 Chains does this time and time again. Last album, he had a like a song, I think it was called Bylon on Pretty Girls Like Trap Music which was like this dance hall Spanish theme song out of nowhere. And it was terrible. And he's he's had that one dud roll over to this album too. Girl's Best Friend is an automatic skip, no questions about it. I would recommend this album if you like Gucci Mane, Lil Wayne, or 21 Savage. In overall rating, I'm going to give this a 6.5 out of 10. And I'll play my two favorite tracks on here. So from Rapper Go to the League by 2 Chains, this is Forgiven and High Top Versace. When your dreams turn to nightmares, transactions turn to nightmares. Went to Greenbrier Mall and bought five pairs. I stayed in the creek, junkies used to preach. In the dope game, trying to reach my peak and go undefeated. I pleaded with the judge, this my first offense. High school, b-ball, I'm trying to get a scholarship. No ACC, SEC, Clayco, APD. On a bumpy road like an ATV, EPT used to give me peace. I smile on the outside, inside the street as far as the past which i could press delete let my dogs off the leash brother biden lisa getting murdered in the street Ooh, pray for the children i pray i pray, I pray for our healing i pray i know you feel it i know you feel just it. let it all be Shot his son, he didn't make it. My head aching, hands start shaking. Foul beyond flake. He said, Bro, what I'm supposed to do? I pause remorseful. We've been partners since public school. Kids ain't supposed to die before us as a parent. It's apparent, ain't no parents. Singing stops once we leave the carriage. Code of the streets, react with the heat to create balance. One
one of the biggest revenges prayer. Me, Shondre, and Chris was there. Guess flesh won't spend Christmas there. But in spirit, know you hearing it loud and clear. Whole family miss you as we stay off in the atmosphere. No fear. Pray for us inside. I pray for our souls, done. Tears that you're crying. Just let them all be forgiven. Amari Jacob, I'm saying. Proud of you. I got hot top socks, I got popsicle diamonds, they no lack I got hot yellow shit, suck my socks off It's so crazy how this money start a lot of stuff All this motherfucking money starting to double up Fuck it, look at how my money starting to double up I got road gold stars on a low retro All this motherfucking money starting to double up I'm a beast, I'm a dog, I ain't taking no days off All them cloudy ass diamonds, got your necklace look like fog On the phone with Donatella, I need my hot tops and yellow Name another fella, got Versace, deal this from the ghetto Yeah, my butt been on the pedal, yeah, I been on this level, yeah When I marry Keisha, only time I'm gonna settle, yeah Hope you are prepared, yeah, this the dragon's lair, yeah I been spinning five, know you motherfucker scared Hand all up a skirt, Drop all off your skirt. I just left the skirt. Versace on my shirt. Logos on my head. Bond dreads long like yeah, mine. Drop the top of suntan. I do my own stunts, man. Yeah. Hot top Versace. I got hot top socks. I got popsicle diamonds. They no lie. Oh. I got hot yellow shit. Suck my socks off. It's so crazy how this money start a lot of stuff. Let's go, let's go. All this motherfucking money starting to double up. Fuck it. Look at how my money starting to double up. I got road gold stars on a road retro. All this motherfucking money starting to double up. Take the tent off the coop, keep it fishbowl. In the summertime, I read. That was Forgiven and High Top Versace by Two Chains. Coming to us from his new album, Rapper Go to the League. Go check it out now. Next up, we got Gray Area by Little Sims. Little Sims, she's fairly unknown. So if you don't know her, she's a 25 year old. British UK rapper from the London area. I think the first UK artist I've actually reviewed on here. It's a scene I'm not too educated on and often not too interested in, to be honest. But Lil Sims changes all that. Gray Area is the first really immersive rap album I've listened to in 2019 and my favorite so far as well. It's hard to say what carries this album more between Lil Sims' powerful displays of resiliency and the invigorating studio session musicians she recruits who make the production so colorful and interesting. Whichever angle you get more attached to, both are extremely pleasing and more than welcome surprises. Out the gate we get the track Offense with some thick triple C bass lines and Sims essentially flexing about her venomous rap abilities which later on the album will be taken to a whole new level completely. And you know, she dances these slick flows over various instruments flying in and out. And she claims to be Jay-Z on a bad day, Shakespeare on my worst days. Which is a high bar to set for yourself. But her performance on this album leaves me not too upset with it. And in the grand scheme of things, this opening track is actually a mere stepping stone. But it was an eye-opening intro for sure that set the tone for Little Sims as this strong, confident, and talented figure. And the following track, Boss, I find to be one of the most addictive tracks on Grey Area with more incredible musicianship and vocals that sound like it's a blown out live recording. 
a really cool aesthetic to it. She really gets nasty with the flow on this one. She's clearly taking digs at someone in particular, though we don't yet know who that is, as she screams, stop fucking with my heart on the chorus. Some insane high-frequency synthesizers drop in to close things out, and it's basically a fence 2.0, and now things are really cooking. Then we get thrown for a loop with the airy ego check that is selfish, which changes the tone completely, finding Sims much more introspective and a little bit depressed. Cleo Soul provides a highlight chorus on here by singing, My best friend is I, I'm so selfish. But it doesn't come across as an egotistical statement at all, which you may think from the more braggadocious opening two tracks might fit the mold, but it, it almost seems like she didn't have a, uh, a say in this loneliness. It's clear someone has abandoned her or a relationship of sorts has been ruined which left her on her own, but again, we don't know who or how or what or why. There's still a lot of questions to what's going on on Grey Area mixed in with these gorgeous songs, and as more hints are dropped and more expressions of disappointment and pain come out, we finally reach the second-to-last track, Sherbert Sunset, and all is revealed. Sims shamelessly lets us in on the bigger picture and tells us a scathing tale about how her former partner had a child with another woman that she didn't know anything about and then he pretty much just up and left her to raise the child and be with this other woman. A brutal situation to go through especially considering the other problems she addresses on this album like one of her friends being killed, another being locked up and tearing apart her you know, tight-knit community and her stressful draining schedule of constantly touring the world and trying to make it as an artist. But what strikes me the most about this album is her composure throughout all of it as she really seems to have come to terms with the situation and has found peace with everything inside this gray area. And as I went back and listened to her previous two albums, she was often more at a loss for words, looking for answers, trying to figure stuff out. And she clearly hadn't you know, developed into this resilient, bold person that she is now on this new album until recently. And I imagine that's really the intent of the title as she's finally settled into the gray area, now comfortable amidst all the uncomfortable things that are going on around her. And there's a strong sense of you know closure and strength throughout the entire album that is very therapeutic as I assume this album as a whole was for her. She even has a track titled Therapy that represents that you know music is a primary outlet for her and the, the best way for her to work through things. But even, even then, I have to admit, that was one of the... Uh, more low-key songs on here, not one of the ones I would necessarily rave about. And while this storyline is a large part of the album, even the asides onto other topics show wonderful artistry. Wounds is a phenomenal collab with Jamaican reggae singer Chronix that focuses on the rampant use of guns amongst young people and the problems it creates. She really tries to put herself in their shoes and think about how they've come to this point in their life, what's going through their mind, what pressures have led them to this point. And it's really a, a nice deep dive into the subject. And of course, Chronix matches her wonderfully on the chorus. The, you know, the combination of her UK accent and his more you know, Jamaican reggae style really, really mesh well. And it's like two worlds meeting that seems like they always should have been together. And then I can't believe I've gone this long without talking about the song, but the, probably the most memorable track Threatening to steal the show from everything else on here is the song Venom as Sims rips up some crashing snares with ferocity that not many MCs alive can match. She went in. You can check it out on the YouTube show Colors as well. She went on there and performed it live. It was crazy to see her just 
rip up this beat with these insane flows, especially just live off top. And I mean, I've never heard an organic live instrumental slap this hard. I mean, when the beat drops, it goes dummy and she lets it all loose. And my favorite track, Pressure, perhaps best represents her resiliency and her thick skin determination as she leads the fight for those who have come up against the odds. She spends the verses detailing a lot of the obstacles that she's faced on the song. She gets you know into a lot of the more uh, political and, and racial obstacles that her and her people have faced. And these verses really like build up this cloud of like demotivating events and setbacks that she's witnessed. But with like the simplest chorus on the album, she just states, keep applying pressure A. And in one line just eliminates all the forces that are fighting against her. It was a really great track, especially with the feature from Little Dragon, who I believe is some foreign band that I've I've never heard of. But all the features on here were amazing. I loved the, you know, live studio instrumentation. I thought Sims was one of the most versatile rappers I've heard in a long time. She reminds me of Saba in that way where she she's got bars, she's got flows, she can sing hooks. She can just evolve into so many variations of herself and all have them blend into one just magnificent rap personality. So I was really impressed by this. Shout out to Inflow for composing some truly incredible production to back her powerful topics. And, you know, Little Sims has immediately won me over. No question about it. Fantastic album. I've really enjoyed listening to it over the last couple weeks. And I would give it my highest of recommendations. The best tracks on here would be Pressure, Boss, Sherbert, Sunset, Venom, 101 FM, which has packed so much nostalgia into that track. Great song. And also Wounds. My least favorite tracks would be Therapy and Offense. But I'm definitely not scoffing at any tracks on Gray Area here. I would recommend this album if you like Saba, who I just mentioned. And I also think this is like the 2019 version of Avantdale Bowling Club, which was one of the best albums from 2018. So if you like either of those two artists, this is definitely something you should check out. If you like live instrumentation, you like jazz-infused hip-hop, this is definitely for you. Overall rating, this is an 8.5, maybe even a 9 out of 10. Very good album. I'm going to play two of my favorite tracks off it. So this is going to be Boss, which is one of those opening more macho tracks. And then I will also play Pressure, which is my top song on here, which I talked about quite a bit earlier. So here they are, Boss and Pressure by Little Sims from her brand new album, streaming on all platforms. Please check it out. Gray area. Discover the mind. Stop fucking with my heart. Nigga, you lost my dream. 
and follow the rhythm. I disregarded all opinions and continue my mission. Unapologetically, I'll be bossing it, getting better with age. Got it back, never lost it. My legacy remains. Rejected the dotted line, but not the pen. Invested in myself, that was money well spent. Came home, mummy burning in sin. Remember trying to think of ways to help contribute to the rent. Now the rooms up, stay top, sweet penthouse views when it's not family or friends. What life do I want? No, I gotta choose for it's too late. Well, I guess it all depends. I was running with Toby and them. Never looked back once I discovered a pen. Dedicated it all to the art. Who would have known it would be this from the start? Oh, let me apply the pressure, eh? Start off where we end up, get your march on, on your mark, get set, ready, gunshot. I've got my hands in the air, so you don't shoot. How in the world could you dare let it boss through? Now, do you care about all the eyes on you? Now, you wanna say we're telling lies on you? Same motherfuckers I be killing off the planet, are the same fuckers advising you. But true, the stuff is surprising too. See, them profits just offer depriving youth. Why you wanna all dress lies as truth? Have you ever seen what silence do? I don't wanna see no violent troops putting out fires that haven't ever been started. What a rotted man, I'm tired too. But I don't lose, I refuse. Take all Walk in my shoes or any other young black person in this age All we ever know was pain, all we ever know was rage That book starts on this page, do not try to relate It's either you do or you don't shit, it's either you will or you won't hope I still got you engaged, don't take offence, it's too late I say this to those that never been poverty stricken Always have a silver spoon to feed off It may not be your fault, heard that line before Leave that privileged shit at the door I don't care about none of that shit Say it loud and keep playing my shit uh. Keep applying pressure, eh? Far from well when I be in this life. It's nothing I can't be in this life. I just wanna do my thing and be free in this life. Blinded at times, can't see in this life. Just trying to pass the test like I want A stars. Don't give me no C in this life. I'm just glad that my young born kids won't have you as a daddy in this life. Hold your L, you prick. F you, nigga really thought he was a G in this life. Fuck that, not stressing, get a next thing. I don't wanna be angry in this life. Shit really got me down, but I'm still gonna succeed in life. Plant the seed, by any means, get it and go No one between, born to fail, never was me They never believed, just had a dream and holes in my jeans Down on my luck, still on my dean Talking to God, he making me see my reason to be here Understanding that this is bigger than me Watching the news, I feel it's so helpless Can't even help myself from changing up all the shit Say it loud and keep playing my shit Man, I'm proud of how far we come Won't stop till we living in bliss Won't stop till you know we meant it Play no games with these zillionaires Play no games with these niggas out Ain't afraid of these niggas out Nah Living in your debt and now working for a check Everybody's caught in the lifestyle You just heard Boss and Pressure from Little Sims off her fantastic new album, Grey Area. Those are two big album reviews for today, but I do want to get into a couple smaller ones not so much smaller, actually, just shorter reviews, so little flash reviews coming at you. And these these three happen to be all trap albums. They're big names, I mean Offset, Lil Pump, Gunna. Albums I wanted to give my take on, but not necessarily do like a 10-minute dissection like I usually do with my album reviews. And I've gotten some feedback that, that people feel like I'm always giving out, you know, generous scores, or I'm, I'm never scoring anything like below a six. And a big part of that is I don't want to talk about bad music on here much so and not that these next three are bad by any means we'll get into them but I do want to have these flash reviews coming now and again just so I can get to some albums that I maybe didn't love or some stuff I don't think was worth a full review but is still maybe worth your time to listen to so let's kick it off with Father of Four by Offset this is the best Migos album 
their solo albums anyway easily. Quavo's pretty much sucked. Takeoffs was fine, and Offset was really the only one that impressed me. Father of Four right here. First time we really hear Amigo get into more human subject matter. Revolves primarily around his role as a father and a husband, and the mistakes he's made trying to live up to both of those roles and the responsibilities that come with it. Showed off both his rap skills, which have been brought into question, and demonstrated he can drop some earworm melody hooks, which was something I didn't know we were going to get a lot of on here, but tracks like Lick really got the job done. And you know, you got a fair mix of honest tracks like the highlight North Star featuring CeeLo Green and bangers like Quarter Millie with Gucci Mane. Because after all, it is Amigos' album. You got to have the slaps. You got to have the bangers. And I dropped probably about a 7 out of 10 on this one. Actually very impressed with what Offset did here compared to my expectations going into the project. So yeah, good job Offset. Uh, the next album I want to get to is Harvard Dropout by Lil Pump. The album that was supposed to come out six months ago or something like that. But this dude literally lost the hard drive with the music on it, which is maybe the most Lil Pump thing you can do. Just lose your album, your whole album. But yeah, I think at this point, Lil Pump's 15 minutes of fame, or more appropriately for him, his 15 minutes of meme has really come up. I mean, I'll admit that his, his Lil Pump tape last year grew on me a little bit just because it was so outrageous. It was so ridiculous. And the beats were just so just blown out and wild that there was like an addictive energy that came with it. He was like so extremely unself-aware of the things he was saying it was just so ludicrous that it, it stood out from a lot of other trap music that was coming out. And it seems like he kind of grew aware of what his appeal was. And now he's trying to like retroactively match it. He's like the, the class clown who got a couple laughs one time. And he's like, I'm going to keep playing that card over and over. And it's just not funny anymore. No one cares. No one wants to hear it. And that's what Harvard Dropout came across to me as. I mean, it was just the little pump tape except he was trying to emulate the little pump tape and the beats were nowhere near as crazy and blown out and insane so yeah harvard dropout by little pump i'd put like a i don't know two three out of ten on that it was one of the worst albums i've heard this year and then to round out these flash reviews i want to talk about drip or drown two by gunna gunna has been flooding the streets with material and somehow blowing up off it even though i think he's a watered down extremely less energetic version of Young Thug. People are eating it up. His features are becoming hits. Just look at what happened on that Travis Scott song. His song Space Cadet for Metro Boomin's album was a huge deal. He's everywhere right now and quickly becoming one of the popular, most popular names in trap. I think this Dripper Drown 2 album is interesting as far as the production aesthetic. It really did feel like some like underwater, like reverb guitar based trap production it was pretty cool I just don't I can't get into Gunna I don't know if it's his flow I don't know I mean his lyrics there's nothing there but even his flow and his delivery just seems so flat to me that I just can't ride with it but the production does definitely save the album to a large degree maybe someday Gunna will suddenly grow on me and I'll I'll enjoy his delivery but as of now I just don't know what he does for me or the rap game that Young Thug can't do 10 times better. I, I even enjoy his partner in rhyme, Lil Baby, more than I could get into a Gunnerverse or a Gunner album. So if you like his melodies, keep rocking with it. For me, Dripper Drown 2 is a 5 out of 10, nothing more. And there you go. There's some flash reviews on some trap projects that have been coming out. 
I'll probably work that segment in periodically if I have something I really want to touch on, but I can't squeeze into the uh, you know full album review format. But what we will have every week without fail is our Hot in the Streets song of the week. And this one comes to us by a group that people have been wanting to hear music from for a long time. They've been rumored for years to get together, put together tracks, put together albums. And finally, the lead single is here. And it's Left Hand by Beast Coast. For those who don't know, Beast Coast is a collective including Pro Era, Flatbush Zombies, and The Underachievers. A massive crew, all modern New York rap groups, including big names like Joey Badass, Michi Darko. And with their first single out the gate, they got everybody on this with verses from Joey, Michi Darko, Nick Caution, Kirk Knight, CJ Fly, Zombie Juice, Eric the Architect, AK the Savior, Isagold. I mean, everybody is on this. And these will be the biggest questions they face is if they put together a full album, if it really comes to fruition, it's going to be really interesting to see how they balance all these members, all these big names, big rappers, big producers. Trying to, you know, balance opportunity and spread the wealth is going to be tough. I mean, they've got like 10 to 15 guys they're trying to fit on this project. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. We'll just look at left hand today. It goes hard. Michi Darko definitely carries the song. He's got an early verse. He does the chorus. And it's easy to get lost inside the changeover. But it has a dark, dreary atmosphere to it. And everybody seemed to be on the same page. It almost blended together a little too smoothly. I mean, Joey Badass came in. And I didn't even recognize that it was him. So while the chemistry seemed to be there, the individual names I would have definitely liked to stand out more, be more memorable, be more if you know, if I want to hear the first two bars and be like, I know exactly who that is and I love that he does this, which no one else in the game does. I didn't quite get that feel from this song. Hopefully it develops into something more and hopefully this album develops into something real and we get New York coming back for the crown since they've been fairly quiet recently. I mean, all these groups have been kind of low-key, especially Pro Era, who I haven't heard much from since Joey Badass dropped All-American Badass. But the Beast Coast times are upon us. Somehow the hype has died down, and now they actually decide to get to work. Either way, I'm here for it. This is your Hot in the Streets song of the week, Left Hand by Beast Coast. Yeah. I'm going to the story. I got for life. Really, I'm the leader, I'm so my weapon. If you hate and 
yeah, I wanna blow down. Smoke deep, blood size on my dick. Ow. It's the fireman, light up here, diamond shine. I have been put away my lap. Hold these click right here, I'm just saying on the track. No one's on the back. Hard no one's back, back some more fat. Uh, back to back, we gon' snap. Pass your whole round and sit down, take stats. Fuck a pat down, the grip up in the stash. I some man down, my Thursday never lack. Uh, real G's get money, lay low. Keep a couple shooters, lawyers, payroll. I mold your bitch like play doh. Now she specializing head like can go. Looking my way, that's a dead end. See my better score thrown in kitchen. Gotta trust my gut so I flex it. Got got to do well. My, my lights suspended. Cause like the ocean, you drown in these seconds. And fuck your protection. Anybody can kill Everybody saying I'm a dead man. This right here is a confession. Left hand by Beast Coast. That's your hot in the streets song of the week. One that's been on repeat for me, although I do want to hear a little bit more from them if this album actually exists and is soon going to be hitting the streets. And speaking of fresh new music, let's get to our new music announcements. Recap everything that's dropped in the past couple weeks, at least the major major names or something you probably should be up on. Two weeks ago, March 8th, we got Death Race for Love by Juice World, the sappiest young singer in the hip-hop scene that everyone loves. We also got Germ Has a Death Wish by Germ and Psychodrama by Dave. March 15th, last Friday, we got Lil Big Man by Maxo, Glotoven by Chief Keef and Zaytoven, Outside by 0705, and Don't Eat the Fruit by El Camino. Not too many huge names outside of Juice World these last two weeks. Some quality underground stuff like that Lil Big Man by Maxo, that's one to watch out for, and Don't Eat the Fruit by El Camino. That boy is a Griselda affiliate, so you know where I'm at with that. I'm still really looking forward to March 29th, still a week and a half away. But we got Billy Woods coming out with an album. We got Quelly Chris coming out with an album. Two guys I've really fallen in love with over the past year or so. So we'll see if either of those albums can get close to Gray Area by Lil Sims, which for me has to be AOTY. And it, honestly, it's not close. As for singles that came out, we did get Num Num Juice by Schoolboy Q. The first single we've heard from him, first music of any kind we've really heard from him since Blank Face LP in 2016. And this track slaps from two seconds in, one second in. What am I saying two seconds? Literally the first word out of his mouth, like, oh yeah, this is that shit. Q is back. Q is coming for some heads. There's an accompanying music video. The track's less than two minutes, but it, I mean, you play it once, you play it five times. It's it's like that. Num Num Juice, one of the best singles I've heard this year. We also got King James by Anderson Pack. Leading up to his uh, more soulfully inclined album Ventura, we got Oxnard only a few months ago. Ventura is even a uh, smaller subsection of Oxnard, so I'm expecting this to be even a closer examination of that region and lifestyle and, and how it molded a young Anderson Pack. So those are some two singles I would definitely keep an eye out for. And of course, we got that Hot in the Street song of the week, Left Hand by Beast Coast. We've also seen Tierra Whack drop like five singles already in 2019. I feel terrible that I haven't played one on here yet because she really deserves it. But they've just been dropping at weird times or I'm not so sure if I want to play this one or that one. But either way, I want to give her some clout because Tierra Whack has been killing it in 2019. These five singles I think are better than her album last year, Whack World. So don't be sleeping on Tierra Whack. She goes hard. She can do a lot. Really fun person to listen to. I mean, if you're looking for just joy, in your rap music, Tierra Wade has got it in spades. She's nice with it. Don't sleep. 
And that's all we got for the Hip Hop Enthusiast Podcast today. You know what we do here, keeping you up to date on hip hop music in 2019. We'll be back with more next week. I'm signing off. Go listen to some dope hip hop music. Get up on some of these new artists. It's one of the coolest and, and funnest things that I honestly do with my life on a day-to-day basis. So I'll be back with more next week. You can count on that, and I'll see you guys then. Peace. <laughs>